Hello and welcome to the PR Department Podcast. This is your host, Katie Braden, and welcome to episode 14. Um, so I just spent the last 10 minutes or so figuring out why my sound recording system was recording directly through my laptop and not through my microphone. Um, so that's kind of where we're at today. <laughs> Um, I was really feeling quite uninspired for this episode, not to start on like a negative, but I was feeling quite uninspired and I wasn't sure what I wanted to do for you guys. And then I remembered, or more so, I couldn't get it out of my mind that I'm going on holiday on Saturday. So I thought, why not talk about going on holiday? (laughs) Not in the fun sense of like, packing bikinis and stuff um more in a sense of how to take holiday and be out of the office when you are freelance and also when you are a PR um because something about PR which you kind of don't think of when you first start off is like you're never going to be able to take holiday ever again um because if you take a week off and somebody needs something like journalists come to you for images quotes you know all that jazz to get your clients featured and most of the time they are on urgent deadlines like I couldn't even tell you the last time a journalist came to me with like more than like a week's long deadline like usually it's a week is like a luxury usually it's like a 3 p.m email and the deadline is the end of the day um so obviously even though you are on holiday with the market being as challenging as it is at the moment and so advertiser dominated when you do get those call-ins like you really really want to get them because that is valuable coverage and you do owe it to your client to get it even if you are on holiday so that's why in a nutshell um that's one of the reasons why it's difficult to take time off as a PR Also, a lot of PRs nowadays, myself included, um, kind of straddle over into the social media world. And as you know, the social media world unforgivably never, ever stops. Like, you can't just imagine if we just like tapped out and didn't post for a week. (laughs) Like, wow I mean that's never ever gonna happen in a million years um and even with like all the will in the world like we have these amazing scheduling platforms now like you know your hoot suites and all that jazz that can schedule things for you um but unfortunately nobody's invented something that can do live interactions (laughs) like sharing stories or replying to comments and dms and being reactive you know if there's something you need to post or something you need to edit it's you know it's still very much live even if you do schedule and plan so with all of the will and organizational power in the world um yeah you're still going to be working like social media does not stop so with all that being said of course if we never stop working then we are going to hit burnout I'm six or seven roughly years, (laughs) oh it's been a long time, into my freelance career as PR and as a social media manager. So I've gone through all of the moon phases of trying to take time off, not being able to, trying to figure it out, how I do my out of office, all that jazz. And honestly for the first, I would say like 
the first few years, like not even to be dramatic, I didn't take any time off, like at all. Like even if I was off, I was still not off. <laughs> like I wouldn't even like put my out of office on. I'd still be like, yeah, I'm here. Because <laughs> you're just like, I know how it feels. It's so terrifying because again like to people who maybe are listening to this podcast who are just interested and have like a nine-to-five job or are employed like there's nothing worse than the fear of being a freelancer and saying right I'm going to take some time off you literally feel like your whole business is going to implode and all of your clients are going to like run away um I can tell you seven years in they don't (laughs) and if they do they are definitely not clients that you wanted to have in the first place like love them and let them go um So yeah, you are absolutely entitled to time off and you don't need me to tell you that and you also don't need me to tell you that if you do not take time off like I did for the first few years of my freelance venture, um, you will hit burnout and you will hit burnout hard and what happens when we hit burnout? We're not very good at our jobs, we make mistakes, Um, you're just not working at your heightened capacity that your client, you know, wanted to work with you in that capacity in the first place so if you're like a 50% version of that then obviously you're going to start to lose clients it's really important to maintain your like best level of you and also your best level of work um yeah so and I think that goes hand in hand like well obviously when I'm feeling my best I'm working at my best um and also being a PR is you're you're in a really high pressure environment which um you need to maintain a kind of like neutrality when it comes to like your reactions and how you take things because it is you're dealing in communication and that communication is not always smooth whether it be with your clients or with other brands with other people with you know whatever it is people on social media you kind of need to remain level-headed and when you burnt out that's really difficult because it really does feel like the world is against you like especially I've been in a place where I was really burnt out and a client who I no longer work with um, was being heavily critical and I knew in my heart that they were being heavily critical because maybe money was an issue on their end and they were really squeezing at every avenue and obviously that is always scapegoated onto the freelancers regardless um, I was feeling like I couldn't deal with it and I said to so many of my friends like I can't deal with this I'm just gonna end the contract and all of them were like no you can you can push through and I just don't think they understood that in my burnt out state of mind, I actually couldn't, like I couldn't attack it in the way that I would maybe attack it if I was like refreshed and ready to go. You know, I was kind of like fighting with one arm behind my back. And I think that's how it feels when you are burnt out and really tired. Um, We also work in a very fast pace, (laughs) red flag, (laughs) a fast paced environment. (laughs) if you know what I'm talking about there you know um but yeah we work in a fast-paced environment and we're also expected to be really creative (laughs) so talk about being pulled in a million directions but you know people say all the time like to be creative you need rest and to be creative you need to do nothing like you need to give yourself space I'm sure many of you will agree with me when you say you know you take that time off you go on holiday 
And you actually come back with gusto and you come back with ideas and you come back buzzing to, you know, really get going on things. Whereas when you're like dragging yourself through your day to day and someone asks you for a creative idea, like good luck. That's all I'm going to say is good luck. Um, so back to me not taking any time off. Um, obviously I, I've hit burnout multiple times. Um, I think I've talked about this on the podcast before, but I've also, um, dealt with circumstantial depression, which was diagnosed, um, by my GP. And with circumstantial depression, it's basically, um, I mean, I'm going to butcher this explanation, but it basically means that your depression is caused by something circumstantial, (laughs) stating the obvious. Um, But if you take yourself out of that circumstance or remove that person from your life or remove yourself from that situation, then your depression, it's not like your depression will go away, but that's the that's the sort of thing that you have to do and for me it was work it was a circumstance that I was in that I had to leave immediately um, because it was causing me some real issues so yeah this all comes from the conversation around burnout not taking time off taking on too much looking after yourself too little um you know and that's what holidays are all about they're about giving yourself a break and rewarding yourself for the time and effort that you've put into work like that's something that honestly it took me years to get my head around that what am I actually working for whereas now it's very very clear to me like I work and I earn money yes I enjoy it yes I feel extremely lucky to be able to wake up every day and do what I do and actually enjoy my job um and have incredible clients like yes so fortunate but I earn money to put back into my life to then feel fulfilled by doing things that I want to do that have nothing to do with my work i.e travel i.e go on holiday you know treat people who I love like you know do all of those things like that is what we work for and it's really important that you don't just work for no reason like there has to be a reason and your reason cannot be work um I think I've talked about this on the podcast before um I feel like I have apologies if I haven't and I'm referring to something that is completely random but through lockdown I had an appointment with an amazing um tarot card reader And it was in relation to where I was in terms of work. And obviously through lockdown, we couldn't do things like travel and holidays and, you know, go out for meals and all those nice things that feel like a reward for work. And she basically said to me, she was like, you have to find something in your life that defines you and who you are that is not your work. And that really stuck with me. Like we had like an hour and a half session and that was one of the main key things that I took away and I've remembered like you know over a year later is you have to find something that defines you that is not just your work and I was a huge victim of that and I think a lot of people who have their own businesses and are freelance are do fall victim to that because you strive so hard to achieve what you have and to make it work on your own that it becomes your whole life and your whole personality I mean I was certainly um I'm, I'm gonna say a victim to that but that's not what I mean because like it was a choice but I was I certainly fell victim to that with whilst using the term of phrase um 
because my whole life was my work my whole personality almost was my work like how I defined myself was my role in work again coming back to the topic of the podcast that's something that is then really difficult to then go okay I would like to take a holiday especially during you know COVID times where we couldn't travel it was like well why am I taking a holiday I might as well just work you know I know a lot of us felt that and it was through that time that it really made me draw the distinction between when am I working and when am I not and what am I doing and who am I when I'm not at work um so yeah that was kind of like skirting around the topic but something that I feel is important because it was a realization I only had what a year ago and I'm seven years in so if you can have that realization earlier on then it'll help you in terms of managing your time off so speaking of managing your time off um, I know a lot of you will be interested in like my tips on what to do how to manage it how to take time off because and let's be frank for a minute here I am all about when you're working, you're working, and when you're not, you're not. However, it is not possible for me to be in in not working mode for a full like 17 or 14 days and take a holiday. Like, and I know that that sounds really bad because it goes against like a lot of my kind of like mental health management beliefs, which are, you know, you need to switch off, you need to take time away, you need to, you know, do things for yourself. Yes, but I, I actually haven't figured out a way to do it for a full seven working days or a full 10, 14 working days because it's just me, myself and I and a lot of freelancers will be in the same boat. Even if you are running your own company and you have employees, it's still your company and there are still potentially going to be things during that time where that need your attention. Like when you choose to run your own company or work for yourself, that is something that I honestly don't see ever going away and it's something that some people may call it a sacrifice but to me it's like it's just a matter of fact you're not going to be able to put your phone in the kitchen drawer and just go you know you're going to have to be contactable at least um so things that I do so where I can obviously I work with clients so bear that in mind I like to let my clients know in advance um, when I'm going to be taking time off. Obviously, during COVID, it's been a bit more difficult because our schedules are all a bit ever-changing and AWOL. But in an ideal world, like pre-COVID, I was kind of sending an email out in January saying this this is the time that I'm taking off. Like, for example, my boyfriend's birthday's in July, my birthday's in August, so we will always be taking time off during that time. Um, you know, if we've got something special planned, like we're going to be taking an extra week in January, something like that, I try and let everybody know in advance. And this is because obviously my clients do launches, they do events, they do things that they want me to be present for. So I try and give them as a much of a heads up on that as possible. However, <laughs> on that same note, I had a really interesting conversation with one of my clients and close friend where she was like you don't owe that to anybody which I don't which I don't and her reasoning was basically like you're freelance so you don't have to work a Monday to Friday nine to five you're out of office is enough to tell people that you're not available because you're freelance and it's nobody else's business basically 
which I definitely see that point of view. However, I have a certain relationships with my clients and I feel like it's a courtesy for me to let them know, but she's also right. <laughs> so I've kind of come somewhere in between now where, you know, if I'm taking like a Friday off or a Monday off or something like that, like I'll just pop my out of office on and not the world doesn't need like a big announcement but if I'm taking a long period of time off I will as a courtesy let them know so that they know if I'm not going to be around for an event or I'm not going to be able to travel or our meeting or whatever it is so I try and manage that by doing that um I also had an interesting circumstance um a few years ago where I had to have a conversation about pay during your time off. So I know this is also a really hot topic amongst freelancers and it really depends how you charge your clients. For me, I have my clients on a monthly retainer and a monthly retainer is essentially, like for example, let me break it down. So if I have my client on say a six month contract and they have agreed to a thousand pounds a month monthly retainer, when they sign that contract, they are essentially agreeing to paying you six thousand pounds. So that's for the whole term of the contract. You then break it into monthly payments so that they don't have to pay you £6,000 all in one go. So you're splitting up that cost over the cost of six months or if it's a year, two years, whatever it is, it's a monthly retainer. You're also freelance. So like the point that I just made, you know, you're not working. You don't have to work nine to five. Um, you don't have to work Monday to Friday. You know, that that's not for your clients to dictate. So you are basically going to be charging your monthly retainer regardless on what you're doing, where you're going, whether you're on holiday. And that's my view on it. Other people may not agree. But I charge my same monthly retainer even if I'm going on holiday. Why? Because the work still gets done. Like the work still gets done somewhere, whether it's the month before or the weeks after I'm on holiday or the weeks before, like whatever it is, all of the work still gets done you know, like you have to manage that for yourself. It's not like when you're employed and you do like a cute little handover and your colleague looks after whatever you're looking after for that week and you don't do that work. Like as a freelance, you still do that work. So yes, you should be paid like just because you are physically out of the office. And like I said before, you're never fully off. You're just not, I'm sorry, you're never fully off. So you do deserve to be paid for that time. Um, I had a really interesting conversation with someone once where they, because I was taking an extra week off um, over the Christmas New Year period, which is really common for journalists to do as well. Like a lot of journalists will take the first week off. Like, for example, a lot of offices will come back like the first day after New Year's Day. So the 2nd of Jan, whereas I would come back on like the 5th of Jan or something like that. And someone was like oh so we'll get a discounted rate because you're taking time off for Christmas and then for New Year um which I've got to be honest like in my seven years of being a freelancer I have never been asked to discount for taking time off at Christmas number one because like what am I actually going to be doing like not even the client is going to be working at Christmas (laughs) like no one's going to be working um so yeah, no, like no, I don't discount for 
um, taking time off unless it is agreed at the point of contract. Like everybody sees my contract before they sign it, obviously. And there's nothing in there about me deducting rates for me taking time off or me being unavailable or whatever it is. But if they wanted to put that in there, it's at the point of contract where that's agreed. Like it's not a discussion that needs to happen at the point of invoice because that invoice was already agreed at the point of contract. This is getting boring, but you see where I'm going with that. So I just wanted to let you know how I manage that. Um, All of the work still gets done. It's just not on in that week because I'm on a beach but it will be the week before or the next week or you know we've got to cram it in in there get it in there um so how I actually manage my stuff when I'm away um so I'm going away on Saturday and whilst I am taking my laptop with me I will have an out of office on. So what that means for me is obviously you'll get an out of office if you email me. Um, I also won't take any calls or meetings during that time. Obviously, I'm on holiday. Um, But I'm going to break this down because I want it to be as like crystal clear as possible. Um, So what I usually say to my clients as well is, you know, obviously they're going to email me over that time because they'll have things that they need to send over to me so they don't forget. And that week, you know, they will communicate with me. I will not communicate back unless they pop um, urgent in the subject line. So if I get an email um, come through that has urgent in the subject line, then even if I'm on holiday, I will look at it and I will respond to it because it's deemed urgent let me tell you, if you put urgent in that subject line and it's not urgent, we're going to have problems. (laughs) Like you've got to like think about how you use the, uh, the urgency card, obviously. Um, but yeah, I will, I would respond to those. Um, I would also respond to any requests from journalists. So if someone sends me an email asking for an image or a price or a link or, you know, whatever, of course, I'm going to do that. Because as I said at the beginning, you don't want to miss any coverage. It is your responsibility to get that. Unless there is somebody else CC'd in, which for me, I'm a one-man band. There isn't going to be anybody else. It's literally just me. But if there's someone else CC'd in, then maybe they can take care of it. But most of the time, it lands on me. So, how do I manage that in sense of like my philosophy that I always crack on about about when you're in you're in and when you're out you're out so I call it the breakfast lunch and dinner method um yes that is a coin phrase it's not um so I'll check my emails first thing in the morning at lunch and just before dinner and then all other points of the day which like I know that sounds like a lot but it's really not a lot like you still have a lot of downtime and it allows you to fit everything in that you need to fit in with my lifestyle anyway like obviously if you're on like an absolute mental Ibiza holiday maybe not but for me like checking in breakfast lunch and dinner it still allows me to do exactly what I want um and still keep on top of things I also find as well if I keep on top of my inbox when I'm away it causes me a much less stress when I get home and it's awful that we have to think like that but again when you work for yourself there are certain things that are just a given and I'm sorry about that I know you want me to sit here and be like just turn your laptop off and throw it in the sea but it's just not like if you want to run your own company there's certain things you've got to keep on top of um So where it comes to social media, so back to emails just really quickly, obviously that's a choice. I don't have to do that and 
that you know the world would keep turning if I just completely didn't check my emails but that's how I personally manage it I find it makes my holiday quite relaxing I find it keeps me really stress-free and I also find that it allows me to enjoy my time off without being too ridiculously stressed either side of my holidays before I go and when I come back so social media is a whole different biscuit and what I would say to you if you're a PR and you're not doing any kind of social media but you're thinking about integrating it into your business I would honestly think about this before you do it because honestly you will never ever be able to take full time off like emails yes you can switch off you don't have to respond social media you can't like you just can't unless you're actually going to hand it over to somebody else for that week you have to be on it every day unfortunately um so I don't hand over any of my social media channels when I'm away um because I'm paid a good retainer to look after them and I do so like I don't hand it over like I think that's really unfair to ask Um, and if I was going to hand it over I would certainly give a discount on my monthly retainer because that's just you know you're literally not doing the work so why should you get paid that's my philosophy on that Um, but with social media so I schedule as much as I can so I make sure I have a plan if there's any content that I need to make sure is on my phone for easy access I'm I try and get organized before I go and then exactly the same as my emails I'll do a little check-in breakfast lunch and dinner morning noon and night um, and then I stay off it for the rest of the day so it's the exact same method Um, and I think that's enough for social media you know like even if you are responsible for dms customer referrals sales leads like if you're checking in three times a day I don't think you would check in much more than that even if you were at home so that's something that has worked really well for me um is just being organized checking in three times a day or even twice a day you know morning and night is enough like when you think about it you have that little like getting ready period when you're on holiday don't you like you get ready in the morning before you go out to the pool you put your sun cream on integrate it into that routine so when you're sat there with your wet hair or whatever it is just like that's the time to quick look on emails quick check you know you do your post that's it same in the evening you know like (laughs) I'm really basing this on like me and my boyfriend's routine but we'll always go back and have like a little nap and then like we'll get ready for our dinner to go in the evening I know a lot of people do that on when they're on holiday um again just integrate it in there quick look on the emails quick look on social you're done like ticking those boxes is gonna help you to feel on top of things um but also without interfering um with your holiday um I'm also very aware that it depends who you're holidaying with like my um my ex-partner um used to get really annoyed when I do things like that on holiday which like is you know I guess fair enough but my boyfriend who I've traveled quite a bit with um is like so supportive of me doing that and really understands why I do it and why it's important and how it decreases stress for me um so yeah like pick your fruits of who you who you travel with because yeah you don't want to have someone with you really who's going to get annoyed at you for de-stressing by checking in with your job when you actually own a company or are freelance you know 
So yeah, those are my top tips and I feel like they're a little bit um, rubbish maybe because I know a lot of people will want me to give tips on like how to completely switch off, but I don't. So <laughs> that is the, that's the tea on that. I don't really um, ever, ever, I couldn't even tell you the last time where I went more than maybe two days without checking my emails. Um I mean, also the world we live in, we all carry iPhones, we all have, you know, your Apple watches. So it's it's right there. You know, it's not like back in the 90s where you literally used to put your phone in a drawer before going on holiday because nobody had internet abroad. You know, everywhere's got Wi-Fi, so it's a lot more accessible, um, which is probably a downfall, but at the same time is really helpful to people like me who kind of need it. Um, but yeah, I would say my biggest tip is little check-ins and just really prioritizing things and understanding what needs your attention what can wait um and honestly you're not going to get it right straight away it's taken me six to seven years to figure out like a happy place of being able to take time off and being able to switch off um that was another thing I could never switch off in less than a week which is crazy. Like I would always have to take like two week holidays because the first seven days I would still be in like full work mode. Whereas now I've gotten really good and really disciplined at the whole when you're off, you're off. And when you're on, you're on. Like I think when you master that, you know, your off time always feels like a holiday even if it's like a little afternoon and you're at home or whether you're on a full-blown holiday and you haven't looked at your phone in five hours like I think that's really nice um so yeah it's all about finding what works for you if what works for you is turning off all electronics and disappearing off the face of the earth you do that it's kind of like just managing and finding what you need for yourself um but that's what works for me so I hope there was maybe a few nuggets in there that were helpful I hope you enjoyed today's episode and ironically this is going to be posted when I am on holiday so I'm probably going to be pressing publish in my like dinner section of my day. I hope you all feel like you're on holiday with me, out of the office with me. I hope you liked today's episode and I will see you on the next one. Bye.